and, and with everything else going on, uh, Haiti had an earthquake, then turned around and had a, 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 a hurricane, and then uh, we have Haitians that are trying to come into the country, and they're being turned around and deported back. Where are they going back to? Uh, and because of all the devastation, there's food shortage, there's water shortage. So I believe that God is going to uh, allow the body of Christ to do something. Hallelujah. But how can you push the Haitians, the, the Haitians back, amen, and our borders are open everywhere else? I, I, just, I, just, I just can't understand it. And we look right here, right here in the state of California. Lake Tahoe, one of our one of our many great spots to frequent and to visit, amen. Over the weekend, the child of fire, amen, spread across the region. And for this time in the state of California, we have never had such devastation and fire in our history. I'm just reminded that God said it won't be water next time. And he left us uh, a sign and left him a sign. Amen. To, and he left us the promise, the rainbow. That rainbow is our promise from God. I know it means a lot of things as our culture has tried to decide, but it's still God's rainbow. And it's still a promise to us. And oh, how majestic it is to see the rainbow and understand what it means. It's such, such, such eloquence. I remember uh, having to leave uh, our home one one Saturday morning, not really wanting to go. It was one of those Saturday mornings when, you know, you. it was one of those. We don't get too many of them in Southern California where where the, uh, 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 the weather says stay in bed because most of the time the sun is up. But this particular Saturday morning, the rainbow arc from one area and when I left the driveway, I could see it partially. But when I got out to the main road coming out of the subdivision, I could see the entire rainbow. I could see the whole thing. And it was so clear, so majestic, so beautiful. And I think I remember telling you all that Sunday, that, that following Sunday. But I got my phone, and I positioned it to take a picture, and the phone automatically started updating. And it updated until the rainbow went away. And I was a little upset with God. I said, God, my phone never updates. Why? Why did it update this morning? I wanted to take that picture. I wanted to be able to keep it. I wanted to be able to, to, to show it, praise God. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, I showed that. That was for you this morning. Hallelujah. So I had to back off. Justice is finally being, justice is finally being presented and served for the young man, Elijah McCain. Elijah McCain, 23 years old. I think he was from Aurora, California, Aurora, Colorado. Praise God. He was from, this is not doing it today. It's from Aurora, Colorado, praise God. And uh, again, there was injustices. So all the paramedics, all the police officers involved have been charged multiple counts of things as it relates to Amen. Their misuse of authority. Hallelujah. And I say hallelujah because the family is at loss. Um, and also the families of the paramedics and the officers, they're at loss. There's, there's no win in this situation. And that's what we have to understand that our choices go back to weeks before I 
prior preaching about choices. Our choices matter. It takes two seconds, just two seconds, amen, to figure out what you need to do. And it's cause and effect. Just takes two seconds. We trouble on and run down the road. The uh, Sackler family, the Sackler families are owners of Purdue Parma, Purdue Parma. And uh, they just reached a settlement of $4.5 billion in restitution over 10 years while allowing the Sattler family to avoid criminal conviction. So why? Well, <laughs> all the lives that were destroyed by the opiate epidemic, the amount of economic resources that were poured into that pandemic, another pandemic, and no one claims responsibility, shame on America. This is the worst opiate addiction crisis in the United States history. You see, young men and women are very, very, uh, very curious. And this particular opiate, this particular drug, if an individual experiments with it, uh, this, for instance, this is not historical study here. I'm just going to use a number, one in 10 or two in 10. They automatically die. They die automatically. Amen. Their bodies just shut down. And this drug has been made so, so, so easy for our young people to get hope through. And they finally traced it back to this particular family who are multi, multi-million billionaires, praise God. And nobody gets charged. It's just, okay, over a 10-year period, this is what you're going to do for restoration. America, America, America. Shame, 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 shame on you. But today we're talking about ambassadors for Christ. We must learn how to die. Being an ambassador for Christ, praise God, it's a hard, not hard, it's a high price to pay. It's a personal price. Hallelujah. It's not uh, uh, measurable by diamonds. It's not measurable by, amen, mm, any uh, acraments of measurement. It's a personal price that we must pay amen and in paying that price there is an end to it so as we glance back amen before we get into second corinthians chapter five where you'll find our text scripture at uh, verse seven praise god we want to glance back in um second corinthians chapter four not reading the scripture but just to give us a precursor a prelude to get to that you see you see where it's easy to quit Paul is real. It's easy to quit. It's easy to give up. It's easy because challenges are everywhere. There's a challenge here. There's a challenge there. Challenges are everywhere. It's easy to quit. And we all face problems in our relationship. We, we, we face problems at work. We face problems at home. You name it. Sometimes there's always a problem. Sometimes we only get to take... <sighs> A quick breath, amen, and there is the next thing coming through the door. And these problems that we've all experienced will uh, motivate us or want us to lay down, amen, the winning tools that we have to life, the winning tools that we have. Maybe we will not read our Bible. Maybe we will forget to pray. We may forget to acknowledge God in some way. But these problems, amen, they come into our lives. 
and they give us a focus, praise God, where we can focus on the issue, amen, and not on our Christ. So when we see Paul, Paul, rather than giving up when persecution wore him down, yes, persecution can and will wear you down. We see Paul concentrated on experiencing the interstrength of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say interstrength of the Holy Spirit. We see in uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 3, starting with verse 14, I'm going to read it right quick. Paul's prayer for the Ephesians becomes a prayer that we can use today. You see, Paul said in 3.14, it says, For this cause I will bow my knees. So when trials and situations come, the first thing we need to do is bow our knees unto the Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Sometimes you don't feel like praying. Sometimes the prayer spirit may not be there, but amen. The best time to pray is when you don't feel like it. The best time to sing praises unto God is when you don't feel like it. The best time to call on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, when all things around you pushes us in a place where we don't want to say nothing. Hallelujah. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. We got to call on the name of Jesus. Be reminded that at the name of Jesus, every what? Knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. So just calling on his name that he would grant you grant me according to the riches of his glory. God is rich. Amen. He's rich in everything that we need. Hallelujah. In the riches of his glory that he would strengthen. Hallelujah. With might by his spirit in the interman that Christ may dwell in our hearts dwell in your hearts by faith that ye being rooted and grounded in love you see being rooted and grounded in the love that we've experienced through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ having that relationship hallelujah will give us that strength that we need and he's going to strengthen us day by day somebody say Lord give me strength maybe we may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, and the depth, and the height, and to know the love of Christ with passive knowledge. You see, the love that we have for Christ causes us and motivates us to go beyond what we think we can do. Hallelujah. Somebody say go beyond. That we might be filled with all the fullness of God. God is filling us. Every time we experience something, and every time situations get a little tough, amen, and you begin to push through, amen, God is strengthening us. And his spirit is strengthening the interman because the interman is where everything pushes out. Praise God. Isn't God good? So saints of the most high God, our father did not let, I'm sorry, Paul did not let, and neither did Jesus Christ come to think about it. They did not let fatigue, pain, a criticism forced them off of the job of being a man, an ambassador for Christ. Hallelujah. Somebody say, learn how to die. Renew your commitment to serving Christ. Don't forsake your eternal reward because of the intensity of today's trial. Somebody say, it's hard today, but don't give up. There's pain beyond measure. We cannot even begin to calculate the pain and circumstances that we experience on a daily basis. But yet in our weakness, 
The very weakness that we experience allows the resurrection power of Jesus Christ to strengthen me, to strengthen you moment by moment. Somebody said, Lord, help me to make. Lord, help me to take just one day at a time. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all we're asking of you. Lord, help us to make and Lord, help us to take just one day at a time. Because taking one day at a time, praise God, we're getting closer to the Lord. Yes, the world was shut down just a few months ago. We were all in the same season together. But our troubles, amen, which represent light affliction because when we go back, it was hard in the process. But yet when we glance over our shoulders, we can say, look what the Lord has done. It was light affliction. Yes, we lost loved ones and we lost friends, but still today, God is able and because of these light afflictions, it should not diminish our faith or make us delusional about what's going on because God is still on the throne. Yes, he is. We should realize that there is a purpose in our suffering. Say there's a purpose in my suffering. We're being taught how to die to this world and to the things of this world. Solomon said it best that he's the wisest man ever. Amen. When asked the question, what would he want from the Lord? Solomon chose wisdom and in his wisdom and in everything that came forth, Solomon said, vanity, 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 all is vanity. And we're not saying that we are supposed to be poor. We're not supposed to be broke. We're supposed to be prosperous in all things, but our soul must prosper the most. And when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, I've experienced, I don't know about you, all other things are added. Amen. Problems and human limitations have several benefits. Somebody say several, several benefits. They remind us of Christ's suffering. When we begin to experience our problems, I don't know about you, but sometimes the cross appears to me. Uh huh. Sometimes I remember because of reading the word of God, I remember that he was taken from judgment hall to judgment hall. I, 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 I remember the unjust of that. There was not such a thing as night court. So when we look at things that are plaguing us, things that we're going through, amen, they remind us of Christ's suffering for us Uh, somebody say number two the problems they keep us from being prideful because situations happen in our lives we realize that we are not all of that somebody said i'm not all of that Uh, problems they cause us to look beyond this brief life praise god it causes us to look beyond life amen Problems, problems, problems prove our faith to others. Praise God. When we begin to testify, I am going through this or going through that. Or when we call out and say, pray for this or pray for that. The problems give us, it shows that we have faith and others begin to see our faith. And we overcome by the word of our testimony and the blood of the lamb. Somebody say problems, problems, problems give God the opportunity to demonstrate his power. Let me say that again. Problems give God the opportunity to demonstrate his power as long as we stay plugged in to him. Somebody say demonstrated power. Yet life, let life teach us how to die. 
to the cares of this world. When we do so, our troubles become our opportunities. Can I say that again? Our trouble is our opportunity. My trouble is God's opportunity. So we find in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, Paul picks and he, 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 he contrasts uh, our earthly bodies by saying, earthly house of this tabernacle. Basically saying our bodies is a tabernacle. But I'm going to add in, but a weak tabernacle. And our future resurrected bodies are buildings of God and house not made with hands eternal into the heavens. Don't you want to go to heaven? Heaven is mine. Paul clearly, clearly states that our present bodies make us groan. Amen. When we die, we will not be spirits without bodies. Amen. Be found naked. Yes, that's the term that he used, but we will not be spirits without bodies. We will not be found naked. That's what that really means. We will have new bodies, new bodies that will be perfect. Our everlasting life, let us say it again, being ambassadors for Christ, we must learn how to die. Paul wrote on as he did because the church at Corinth was in the heart of the Greek culture. And many believers had difficulty with the concept of bodily resurrection. And I'll say it today, there's probably many of us, not, not here in the sanctuary, there's many people, praise God, that have problem with bodily resurrection, meaning that, uh, yes, it's going to happen. God has designed and set it up so it will happen because Jesus Christ, amen, experienced all things as we should. But the Greeks did not believe in a bodily resurrection. Most saw the afterlife as being something that happens to the soul only, amen, and the soul being the real person that was imprisoned inside the physical body. They believed that at death the soul was released and there was no immortality for the body. But the scripture says that mortality will put on immortality. Hallelujah. But the soul entered an eternal state. That's what they believe. But the Bible teaches us that body and soul are inseparable, cannot separate Amen. The two as God's design. So now Paul goes on into more detail about resurrection bodies in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. You can read it in your own time. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 started with verse 46 down to 58 talks about and explained the resurrection body more on. So today I'm staying with 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and listen, men and women of God, when, when you change the way you see things around you, you can begin changing the things you see around you. I'll say it again. When you change the way you see things around you, you can begin changing the things you see around you. And what happens is we can't trust everything that we see. We can't trust everything that we hear. Because saints of the most high God, there is a spiritual significance behind everything we see or everything we hear. Either it will drive us to the wrong decisions and wrong responses, or it'll move us to the point where we hold our peace. And that, saints of God, is where we should resonate at most and for all most times, that we just hold our 
peace. So I'll say it again. When you change the way you see things around you, you can begin changing the things that you see around you. You see, the way we perceive what happens to us determines what those actions cause. Saints of the Most High God, we cannot be pushed over into emotionalism because when we make emotional decisions, we've all experienced what happens. When we buy and do things hastily, saints of God, we find that we have to come back and ask God to help us and do something different. Uh, you're no stranger. I am no stranger to this fact, praise God. This fact in 2 Corinthians 5, 7 and 8, it summed it up best. It says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. We walk by faith and not by sight. And as we open up church today, praise God, we operate in a now faith. We operate in now faith because we're studying to show ourselves approved, a workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And we understand our ambassadorship. Somebody say ambassadorship. We understand that we represent God in everything we say and everything that we do. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. If you cannot see good things happening to you, then good things will never happen to you. I'll say it again. If you cannot see good things happening to you, then good things will never happen to you. Saints of the most high God, we have to view ourselves. We have to see ourselves as Christ sees and views us. Saints of the most high God, we got to literally walk by faith and not by sight. I have developed some things over the years, praise God, that taught through scripture. I'm learning how to every day. I'm learning how to see with my heart and hear with these eyes. It don't make no sense to you maybe, but I'm telling you the heart, amen, has a brain and the heart thinks and the heart sends messages and when those when the heart sends messages praise God those messages begin to uh, go to the portfolio this storage cabinet this mind is a terrible thing to waste it is a storage cabinet and in this storage cabinet it's everything that we can remember from the time that we were who we are and everybody has a different time when they remember somebody say I was five somebody say I was ten some say this some say that how Ever or what they say, praise God, the heart sends the message and the message goes to the brain and the brain begin to go through those folders, praise God, and they pull the folder, hallelujah, that references that message that comes from the heart. Saint to the most high God, we've got to understand that we must live forgiven. We must act forgiven. We must talk forgiven. We must walk by faith and not by sight. If you cannot see good things happening to you, then good things will never happen to you. Saints of the Most High God, we got to get that today. You got to see yourself. Uh, I remember the times in my life uh, when I would suffer persecution, praise God. And because I was being persecuted, I would turn and have a persecuting spirit. Does that make sense to you? Amen. What you get, praise God, is not what you give. Amen. What we get, praise God, we have to allow the spirit of the Lord to transition us out of that place where this is into the place where 
this is. And when we do that, praise God, only the strength of God, that's why Ephesians said to strengthen the inner man, because the inner man will hear, amen, the voice of God, vice the voice of the enemy. Because see, the voice of the enemy will take us back into the law where we are in the dispensation of grace. And when we realize that grace has been extended to us, amen, that God looks beyond all of our faults and he sees our need. And we all need God. There's nobody living, breathing in this earth today that do not need God. Oh, yes, we might have the attitude, amen, that we don't want him. There could be some that are doing everything except what, what we are to do. But somewhere, somehow, money can't buy healing. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Ah, there's come there's gonna come a place where the doctors are gonna turn their back. There's gonna come a time, praise God, where you ain't gonna be able to call on nobody but our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There's gonna come a time where you're gonna have to say, Jesus, and in the calling of his name, everything that you need will come into that. Saints of the most high. God, the only way that I can get my heart to send messages because the Bible tells me that if I study, then out of the abundance of my heart, how might I the mouth will speak and I will speak life and I will not speak death. I will be able to agree. I'll be able to reason. I'll be able to put myself aside and understand that God is bigger and God is in control. He set the universe. He Put the earth on an axis. He started the revolution. The earth is close enough not to burn. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Huh? Oh, close enough to keep warm. And, 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 the earth is close enough, amen, to the sun to keep warm, but far enough away not to burn up. We have light years and things that we cannot even explain. Just the other day, there was a prehistoric fish that was caught about six feet long and about 200 and something plus pounds. God has some things that we don't know. He has some things that we don't know. I don't know it all. You don't know it all. Nobody knows it all. Only our Father, our Lord, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. He's engineered us for success. He's designed us for accomplishments. He's anointed us with seeds of greatness. And we all have personalities. And we all have knowledge. And the only way that we can grow together and walk together, we come together, we blend together, understanding that each and every one of us represent a season that goes into this kingdom pot. Heaven and hell will pass away. But my word will continue to go. Saints, 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 saints of the most high God. Walking by faith and not by sight. If you cannot see good things happening to you, then good things will never happen to you. God is good. All the time and all the time. And he's worthy. I miss that. God is good. And all the time. And he's worthy. 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 He's worthy to be praised. So if I don't see good things happening. 